0: Hey, everybody, it's another episode of the Ascension Podcast. And of course, today's topic is the coronavirus and all the devastation that is causing around basketball and most importantly, the projected future of grassroots basketball for this current uh, spring and summer. I'm your host, Fred Cannon, director of Team Felton Basketball, as well as the owner and creator of Ascension Sports Consulting. And the coronavirus has put a halt Uh, as of right now to pretty much all the major conferences, uh, conference tournament or championships. The ACC, Big 10, Big 12, SEC have all canceled their conference tournaments. My understanding is that the NCAA tournament as well will be canceled and which would imply that most likely April grassroots basketball will also be canceled if not the whole summer which would be devastating to a lot of kids just because you you only had three weekends anyway to a little over three weekends two weekends in April The, the weeks in June with your high school teams and then your week with your AAU teams in July plus the NCAA camp But as far as your AAU teams go, you have two weekends in April plus the July event. So the biggest thing is just kind of putting together a strategy for your son or daughter to kind of offset the current state of panic that's going on, but also understanding the risks that are associated with it. I'm one of those people that's skeptical as well, feel like it's kind of, being uh, over sensationalized, but also from a father's you know perspective, I don't want my kids to be sick either it's not a matter of whether they, they live or die. I just I don't want my kids to suffer and uh, as a coach or as a director, I wouldn't want to travel uh, any of my team somewhere and one of my parents or kids or coaches, Happens to con- you know contract the uh, coronavirus and has to be quarantined in some strange area for 14 days, and uh, especially if it's a kid, uh, obviously they're minor and someone has to stay there or do something until the parents can get there if they can get there. So there's a lot of liability involved in these situations. Having all these kids staying in hotels together, flying you know airplanes right now, public transportation it's a serious matter it's something that all of us for our respective programs have to consider you know for me it's one of those things safety is always first with any of my kids and we just completed trials and everything but it's one of those things of i think we're going to attack the recruiting a different way this year and if there's a possibility to play local events which i still i mean you could do it but at the same time like i, I again caution parents and kids and coaches to, to use the right frame of mind that all it would take is one kid to get sick or one kid to get injured or one kid to die and it's going to change your life. So even for myself, like you, I'm assuming the NCAA will make some type of modifications to the recruiting calendar if, if for instance, April live periods are taken away, which is I'm, I'm hearing that's pretty much done but I have not confirmed that with somebody uh, with direct information. The McDonald's All-American game, Jordan Brand Classic, a lot of stuff is pretty much on the back burner at this point, but it's one of those things of just understanding the magnitude of what this virus could turn into, the devastation it could cause if something did happen to one of your you know, somebody from your organizations. Um, I know if you're in Greensboro, a lot of the schools are kind of going to online school, uh, both high school and college, Uh, the private high schools and then the colleges have gone to online schedules only. There's not a lot of places to practice right now because schools don't want outside people coming on campus. So even for preparation for these tournaments, it doesn't seem like it's going to be there. And, just the liability of having these kids in the gym together doesn't seem like it's going to be there. And in my, like, even if the respective shoe circuits have their scheduled dates, doesn't make sense to fly your team to all these locations if there's no college coaches there. And I guess coaches will have to do what they have to, like as far as watching it, the games that they're streamed. But at the same time, as a coach, I would still ask for some type of modification because I need to lay my eyes on the kid. There's no way I could risk my future on a video of a kid. Now I can use a video to gauge my interest to potentially recruit a kid. But if there's somebody that I'm trying to bring in for visits in this this fall, I can't do that just from video. So I would hope they would extend out maybe the you know, the fall workouts so or hopefully this coronavirus is long gone by June. And they got the two weeks with the high school team. Maybe if they could add an additional week to the high school, and maybe an additional week to July uh, to try to you know modify the schedule. But I understand getting venues for each of the shoot circuits and all that stuff is not easy to do. And I'm sure a lot of deposits were already paid out. And I, most people don't realize it, but a lot of the shoot companies are cut way back on the on their budget uh for grassroots basketball so the money's not free flowing as it once was so every cent every dime has to be accounted for at this present moment by most companies so part of that is the operation side so a lot of that is the operation side so i don't anticipate nike adidas and under armor to uh just all of a sudden reinvent the wheel if they have to cancel stops they probably just cancel stops at this point because they will lose a lot of money don't we? So that way so that the coronavirus is you know definitely touched in the nba you know obviously rudy gobert now donovan mitchell i think they said manuel Mudiay. i think all our utah jazz players i would assume that some of the guys they played against probably is also being quarantined for oklahoma city and just looking at that impact um that that's happened, and then for the NBA to cancel this season or suspend their season, it know, it, it's, it's got to be some some validity to the to the virus itself. And I know a lot of people's mad about the NCAA uh, basically shutting down, but at the same time, the last thing they need to do is have Roy Williams, who is probably in his mid to late sixties. Coach K, Izzo, like all these guys, like they're the leaders of these teams, but they're also in that susceptible age group for the coronavirus that it could do some, you know, could be life-threatening. The last thing NCAA needs is for Roy Williams or Coach K or Izzo or somebody like that to contract the coronavirus and die, and all that will come with that, so I bet you the average age of an NCAA coach has to be at least in the 50s. I would say it's the average age. Like, these guys have been around a long time, especially, like, the assistants and stuff like that. I just don't know if, from the NCAA standpoint, yeah, you would love to have a tournament and all that, but if one of these guys gets sick or a team of kids gets sick, like, that black eye and, you know, of course, fans will look at the situation, like, why were they playing? They knew better the whole nine yards, but... You just, the liability that's, you know, at stake with any of these things. And I think NBA has set the precedent of, we're going to shut this down until we find out more. I could see the other sports, you know, following suit. A lot of the colleges, like I said, are on online schedules now. Some have already canceled spring sports. So, you know, for me, if the NBA is canceling, college is canceling, I would assume the grassroots tournaments would Do the same. Uh, Otherwise, I think it's going to definitely fall in the dynamic of dark places that a lot of people view grassroots basketball as. And, you know, for me and my organization, like we're watching this super close. I don't mind playing locally uh, right now. I don't, you know, I'm in North Carolina and I think there's maybe one or two cases in Raleigh, but for the most part, it hasn't really hit here yet. So if we had to go play local, I'm cool with that. But as far as flying somewhere to go play and still, you know, putting my kids at more risk by using planes and rental, you know, rental cars and uh, hotel rooms and Airbnbs or whatever the case may be, there's a lot of chance for someone to contract something. So, uh, just playing it by ear right now, like I think most people are. And, you know, we're going to see what happens. Uh... Until we get more on that, that's kind of all we really can talk about with basketball is just understanding that the recruitment calendar is going to change. Uh, I don't know how many coaches I actually got to see, but hopefully everything kind of opens back up before the high school teams go to June. And then following suit on that, I hope the kids still have a chance to do the NCAA camp in July. And then that makes August and September extremely important for high school coaches to make sure that uh, College coaches are in those gyms, and you know it's, it's kind of it's definitely a raw deal for those twenty twenty one kids, much like the twenty twenty kids who were affected by the new recruiting college last year. So it hasn't been a great two summers for recruitment, and uh, but I mean life happens, and uh, we just have to be creative enough to adjust to these uh circumstances and still get the job done as directors and uh, coaches. So. Hopefully this coronavirus uh, gets taken, you know, get gets under control, and you know we can kind of get back to our normal lives. But in the meantime, I hope everybody is safe, uses good judgment, wash your hands, cover your mouth, you know, keep your hands out your face. Uh, I don't want to see anybody, uh, especially anybody I know, to uh, contract it or get get sick or have be affected by it in their own home. So. You guys stay safe on that. Um, just looking over the last couple of weeks since I talked to everyone, we had all the college awards that came out. Um, I think everything is pretty much self-explanatory, especially in the ACC. The only thing I didn't like, Brandon Childress didn't make any of the three teams uh, for the ACC, which I find laughable. Uh, it was Obviously, the leader of Wake Forest uh, prepared them to all their biggest wins was on his back and i thought he was more than deserving i think it worth second team all acc but him not to make any uh, i think that was a, a glaring oversight i felt manny bait should have been in the conversation for defensive team and uh defensive player of the year as a freshman to lead the country in blocks or oh, well blocks per game and lead the conference uh you know, in shot blocking, I just think that warrants that, that consideration. Um, I'm also biased on these Tony at, at Pitt. Um, I watched the Dees guard everybody from one through four, um, and watched them go below their averages. And I just feel like he takes that challenge on every single night. For him not to make any of the defensive teams, I just felt like, you know, I thought those were oversights that uh, shouldn't have been made. High school uh a lot of awards came out as well a lot of the, the all district teams uh silas mason of our program was uh player of the year in his district which is you know cool and um you know kind of seeing these end of the year awards is i know a lot of bittersweet because a lot of these kids it'll be their last kind of hoorah and it's good to kind of see kids get recognized for the success they have but also for kind of the careers they had. so We will see kind of how the basketball world recovers from this and pushes forward. it would be interesting to see how the higher-ups at each each of the next levels use this uh, dark time to kind of make things better, uh, regroup and all that good stuff. Uh, There's been a couple of coaching uh, vacancies. Obviously, UNC Wilmington is open. Uh, From everything I'm hearing, the front runners on Wilmington are... Takeo Siddle, assistant coach, and I think Takeo's associate head coach at uh, NC State, uh, also was at Keats assistant at UNC Wilmington, uh, doing Keats tenure. Uh, I heard Joel Justice out of Kentucky, is uh, also a contender, and Levi Watkins, uh, who's also a Carolina native, was at uh, Arkansas, and currently at Ole Miss. So. I think that job will be filled here soon, uh, pending all the How uh, is it? be or still in place while this virus is going on. Uh, Jam, Jam, you uh, is what we call it, but James Madison that uh, closed the road was fired um, from everything we keep hearing is Mike Jones is the man there with his job to turn down, either way you want to look at it. And as far as the Raptor job goes, if I had to guess, the number one uh, hire for them would be one of the Nichols' brothers who were from that area. Uh, Darius Nichols, who's the assistant coach at Florida, as well as Shane Nichols, who's the assistant coach at Murray State. Uh, I think it would be pretty cool if those guys did come back home and uh, take their school and continue what Mike Jones has already built there and just you know keep building upon it. I think that would be pretty cool. But other than that, it hasn't been a widespread coaching, uh, firing or anything like that across the country. So, I think it's going to be interesting to watch and see how this college season continues to play out. And it would be interesting to see who gets looked at from the bigger jobs. I think Steve Forbes will be a big time target as well as Wes Miller again this year. And I think John Daylon will be able to kind of pick and choose whatever job he wants. Uh, coming back from the NBA from the way he left uh, Michigan in such good shape when he left. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how that works and also see how the Big South with other teams they end up taking most likely from the MEAC uh, here in Norfolk State, North Carolina Central could most likely be the you know teams that join the conference, which makes sense logistically uh, with the rest of the conference. So uh, that was the basketball news that kind of came in. Cam Langley became the all-time MEAC leader in assists, as well as North Carolina A&T's all-time assist leader. He's just a junior, uh, so it's gonna be interesting to see how he continues to fill out his career. But big-time player at North Carolina A&T. we want to say congratulations to him. Congratulations to Coach uh, Will Jones uh, capturing uh, Coach of the Year after coming in as an interim. Uh, behind Jay Joyner. I thought that was a phenomenal job uh, in coaching uh, for Will Jones and to build trust with the administration. So, definitely a lot going on in basketball. It's just We don't have a whole lot to speak on at the moment, but I really appreciate you guys listening. If you have any questions, I'd love to hear them, Um, especially if you're looking at options to or for the spring and summer to kind of see how these things go. So, Again, I appreciate you guys listening to Ascension uh, Sports co- Podcast. And if you ever need any advice, any big bros, anything like that, kids, make sure you reach out to me. And I don't mind the mentor work with you. And uh, we'll keep working until you conquer all, you, all your goals. I'm your host, Fred Cannon. This was another episode of Ascension Podcast. Until the next time, keep ascending.